How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. What's up, Will? What up? Another week, another set of fights, another UFC fight night. Every week is fun. Every week, man. Every week, yeah. Well, hello, everybody. This is Story of the Fight. <laughs> we talk everything combat sports. My name is Ramiro. As always, joined by my co-host, my boy Will. Yo. And in the background, we got Rich. We got Rich back. Rich is back. That's why things went smoothly at the start of this. Our producer. Yes. <laughs> Smoother transitions. That's what that means. Smoother transitions. Yeah. Pictures popping up on time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff not cutting off randomly. It's such a crucial part of the program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rich the, rich the casual, but also rich the professional. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. He's probably sitting there smiling right now in the background. But yeah, you know, if anybody uh, likes the content, the Twitch like. on the side. <laughs> Playing Smash Bros. while we're talking yeah. over here. <laughs> Eating a sandwich. Look at what, what I tell you. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Uh, but if anybody likes your content, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, that way you get notified whenever we go live, whenever we upload anything new. If we happen to have a fight companion or something, you can join us. And uh, yeah, if you don't like us on YouTube, you can at least subscribe through Spotify, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. And social media, Will. Yeah, we're at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit. There's a Facebook group chat down below us. Uh, yeah, pretty much everywhere we're Story of the Fight and here on YouTube. Nice. Nice. Do you have anything uh, exciting happen this week for you, Will? Dude, when picked up Katie's wedding dress. Whoa. Snaps, dude. Coming yeah, up real. quickly. It's getting, Coming it's up getting quickly. Yeah. By the way, 90% chance your boy here will be there. Just want to get confirmation. Just want to get confirmation. Hell yeah. But that would be sick. That'd be sick. That'd be tight. Uh, dude, that's coming up really quick, though. Yeah, dude. It's wild. It's super wild. You nervous? It's like, oh, it's like, oh, it's months away, months away. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, just a couple now. It's like, <laughs> oh no. It's just it's quick, man. But oh, yeah, it's awesome, still a lot of planning dude. to do. I'm excited for you though. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I uh, dude, I didn't have anything happen this week. Uh, Dallas uh, finished his baseball season. Uh, nice. so last night uh we had like a little uh team like party or whatever, you know, at uh, one of the parents' house, like and place? Oh, it was okay. a no, nah, no, nah, it was one of the parents' house. They do bat, badass backyard, like a pool, and like it was just set up to host, you know. And nice. it was a blast. That's when you know you're getting old, you know, when <laughs> you like family functions, <laughs> dude, you know, when all these little get togethers, man, like the, the little baseball family, the little league baseball family gets together. Yeah. We're all having some drinks, having a good time, just grilling it up, playing some cornhole, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, by the way, yesterday. Your boy was playing cornhole, and I was like, you know what? I'm not that bad. And then yeah. one of the parents shows up and brings his own bags, and you realize, oh, I'm like a white belt in cornhole. He's got like a he's got like a fanny pack full of bags. He has like a visor yeah. on that he turns sideways. <laughs> <just about> to... <laughs> Dude, like, oh, I was shit. like, man, I gotta I gotta step my game up. You know what I mean? Doing like golf cleats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awesome though. We had a great time, man. We had a great time. And then right after that, you know, again, I like it when the fights start earlier. Because I didn't get home until maybe like 8.30 last night, question yeah. mark, 8.39 uh, mm -hmm. central time. And so I, like right when I got in, I turned the TV on and they had just announced Rob Font. 
Oh, Bruce dang. Buffer, okay. Just announced Rob Font. So I was like, perfect, all right? Get to watch yeah. the, the the main event. Uh, and so then after that, I was able to just go back backwards, as you like it, Will, from, from the last <laughs> fight to the first fight. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, it was so fast. Two and a half hours, watch all the fights. Damn. Dude, you, you watching the fights backwards like that is the same as like watching someone take like a like unwrap like the kit kats and then just like take a bite out of them instead of like breaking them apart you know what i mean that, that's what i do <laughs> that's course, what I, yeah. you know not everybody does that <laughs> right it's like it's like those movies though you know where you like you start off at the end and yeah like, exactly oh, dude, i wonder how we got here and then like you slowly like get different it's like oh i never seen lord of the rings let me just watch the third one first and then I'll watch the second and then the first. See how this all Helps started. understand how we got there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Time to talk fights. Yep. Rob Font versus Cheeto Vera. <laughs> that was the main event. Uh, I was really excited for this one. And mm-hmm. uh, very good reason because Cheeto Vera, man, has just been on a tear lately. Um you know, and Rob Font, uh, he showed up very well against Cody Garbrandt as well. Uh, he has phenomenal boxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just really curious to see, you know, uh, one, it, how Cheeto would do with this, what, what I consider to be a pretty big step up in competition. And, yeah, because uh, he, he stepped up and fought Aldo, right? He and, did. Uh, wasn't able to get it done. This is a pretty big step up too. Um. I, I thought Rob Font's one-two is so good, um, and Cheeto likes to shell up a lot. And I thought maybe he's just going to get overwhelmed in this one and get stuck in that shell while mm. while Rob Font just continues his his volume is fucking crazy. It's nonstop. I mean, his his output is nuts. The problem though is his volume and output is also his only defense. Mm. You know what I mean? Like his his striking defense is like adequate you know his head movement is not not that crazy uh he doesn't shell up nearly as well as someone like like uh Piotr Jan or even Cheeto Vera does um he doesn't shoulder roll stuff like Bobby Green like it's very very basic in his defense but he I, I feel like he's never really had to evolve his defense because most of the time he's fighting the other guy's defending because he's just constantly throwing his jab and his cross over and over and over again uh so he's never – I feel like he hasn't really developed his defense because he's never really needed to. Mm-hmm. And the past couple of fights, man, that's been kind of like exposed a little bit, you know? I mean, the the guy just keeps winning four minutes of every round and then getting dropped. It, the last fight too. His last fight was the same kind of deal, you know? Yeah, you, man. With this fight here, the first round is how I thought the, the entire <laughs> fight was probably going to go. Bruce Bob Trotter uh, says Rob Font will never be more comics more than Comic Sans at this point. Maybe even took a back a step back to Creepster. Man, well, <laughs> see, Font will definitely is, never be Helvetica. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't know those references. But They're all fonts. It's fonts. <laughs> oh God. Okay. All right. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruce Bob Trotter coming through. Hey, thanks for joining us, by the way, uh, Bruce Bob Trotter. Yeah. But so with Rob Font, uh, that first round we get to see his technical boxing, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, Marlon Vera was uh, shelling up a lot and mm-hmm. Rob Font was finding a home with that shovel hook, that yeah. lead uh, uppercut kind of, you know, that uh, was yeah, getting through. Good. He looked really good. And the only thing I thought was going to help out 
uh, Cheeto Vera was, I, I thought, a lot of leg kicks because Rafon's very heavy on that front foot because he loves to jab a lot. Yeah. And uh, he started working that kick up and started working yep. it from the calf <laughs> to the thigh. And then he started hitting them a lot, like, to the body. And the thing with Rafon's head movement is that it became very predictable. And he continued yeah, leaning yeah. heavy, low right. Mm-hmm. Low right. And then Cheeto started, started finding a home for that left shin on Rafon's nose forehead neck yeah. <laughs> because he kept on leaning heavy low right mm-hmm. uh and that's when he really started getting hurt man you know like yeah font peppered uh vera with some shots but vera landed yeah. some heavy head kicks yeah exactly it's the same as i mean In what the, the first first round was clear rob font round like you said he would he would clearly one two one two his way until cheetos shelled up and then once he was shelled then he would throw that uppercut you know, and it was really good. But then the second round, same thing, Rob Font, peppering, peppering, peppering for the entire round until he gets dropped. And then the third round, he's peppering and peppering, peppering, peppering him, eats the knee, gets dropped. Fourth round, he's lighting him up again. And credit to Rob Font, the dude's tough as nails, hard to put him out. Um, and he keeps coming back. And, and the start of each round, he looks exactly the same. And then eats the, the, the hook kick or the side kick. Drops There's him again. Kick. It's like, yeah. And then it's He's like right off the uh, orbital. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was nasty. And now we're talking, it was a, a, a hook that dropped in the first time, a jumping knee that dropped in the second time, a sidekick that dropped in the fourth, like the third time. Like, Jesus Christ, man. What an arsenal. Um, and, it, it sucks for Rob Font because he's the type of guy who's not going to like put you out with the shot, but he, you can t- tell he's so overwhelming with his his straight punches, but I, the same thing with the was it the Aldo fight that he had recently? Yeah, where same thing. I mean, he just looks like he's running away with it, and then all of a sudden he gets cracked because he's like you said, his defense becomes very predictable because he's not really showing many looks ever. It's it's mm-hmm. he doesn't and he doesn't have to because he's just constantly. I mean, he's throwing. This was like his. They they put a stat up. This is like another like. A, a long list of fights where he's landed t- 200 strikes because he's just constantly throwing, but eventually he gets caught and it seems like it, it's happened in the last like seven rounds he's fought, you know, I feel yeah, for him. And with, with Vera, I like, I'm thinking, I'm like, man, this is a, such a good performance. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Prillo was uh, standing there and he's telling him like, dude, this is another slow start. You know, yeah. he's telling him like, that's what he does. Cause that first round, <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. And yeah. then right away, he's picking up the second round. So he mm-hmm. drops him, uh, end of the second round, right? And it's like 15 seconds left. Font survives. Mm-hmm. Drops him at the end of the third round. It's like 17 seconds left. Font yeah. survives. Hanging on for dear life. Mm-hmm. And then drops him in that fourth. And there's yeah. about a minute 34 or something yeah, like that. Close to two minutes left. And he stands there and just kicks his, kicks his legs. Kicks yeah. his legs while Font's on his back. And I thought Vera had an opportunity to finish this. Yeah, I really do. Well, well, I texted I texted you guys that I was like, man, Cheeto is like simultaneously amazing to watch and an absolute killer, but at the same time, kind of frustrating because at the at the start of the fifth round, before they're starting, they're, they're getting ready to go. People are leaving the octagon, right? Round's about to start, and Vera's standing in the center, and he's like, like tapping his wrist, like like it's time, like 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 we're we're about to get you out of here, basically. And then with a minute left, just starts showboating and like dodging stuff, does a little dance, stands against the cage. Ten seconds left, just puts his hands up, starts walking away. And it's like, man, 
you could have you could have got the finish and you're standing there at the beginning like all right time's up and then you go there and waste a minute of the, of the last minute of the round it's just frustrating um oh yeah 100 so agree man and then we take a look at you know Corey sanhagen jose aldo tj yeah. dillashaw Piotr Jan, uh all these killers that are mm-hmm. uh ranked higher than raw font uh dude even if you take a look at rob Valishvili, right that i mean when is he gonna fight some- where the hell is he you have some absolute killers in front of you, and you have an opportunity to put a stamp on this victory yeah. against a number uh, number five ranked mm-hmm. bantamweight. Yeah, and you take your First your, your foot the off the five. gas. Yeah, and it, it's just frustrating. I get it, man. He's exhausted too. I mean, he got punched like three hundred times that fight. But at the same time, don't do the whole times up thing if you're not going to go for the kill for the for the entire round. You know, it just seems yeah. kind of weird. Um, and I, I'm saying that's big cheat out though. Oh, same. Same, uh, yeah. but I would love to figure out like uh, where his head was at, right? Where, again, Rafa on his back, he had just gotten dropped. You could tell he was so hurt, man, because it's yeah. one of those where he got kicked in the face and he didn't collapse right away. He took a few steps back and then mm-hmm. like fell slowly because he was like, oh, oh it, man. I'm and that was like the second up. time he's done that. Yeah, he did that yeah. twice this fight. So you know he's hurt, man. And it's like yeah. where, where I would have loved to see that killer instinct at that point from Cheeto for him to just like, get back up, dude. I'll sidekick you again. Yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> right to the fist. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And instead, I think it was Herzog, was it? Herzog. That was like, hey, like, dude, you got to do something or or I'm going to stand, yeah. stand him up, right? And then sure enough, he was like, he okay, did. dude, there's not enough action. Yeah. Herzog, by the yeah. way, another phenomenal night for Herzog. Great job. Yeah. Another Shout great, out yeah. Uh, for the win, MMA. Ooh, there. he's on, huh? Yeah. I know he's it. a big Cheeto Vera guy. Um, how about this? Do you see the record that Cheeto Vera uh, – I guess secured. What was it? Cheeto Vera's negative 112 significant strike differential. Uh, he had 159, and Rob Font had 271. Is the largest negative differential for a fighter to win by decision in UFC history. Wow, 271 to 159, and 159 won. And that kind of goes to show you that like the stats aren't all that matters, you know? Yep. Because like it matters, like. Each one damage, is, could be significantly different. You know? The damage. The damage. I mean, uh, let's see here. For the win, MMA coming through. I felt like every round Cheeto had like the happy minute and made the most of it. Rob needs to take care of his weight cut issues. But besides that, I yeah. don't feel like he lost that much stock. He brought it. Man, and that's the thing with like um, with uh, Rob Font, uh, Calvin Cater, where mm-hmm. even on their losses, you're like, man, like all, all you can really nails. think about is their toughness. <laughs> yeah. All you can think about is their toughness. And, uh, which, and it, I mean, dude, might not be the, what the, you really want to be known for. Mm-hmm. You but know, I like mean, somebody's like, oh, it's not just the toughness, but the dude got dropped three times in a fight, but still landed 271 strikes. Like, yep. I mean, it just happened to be that Cheeto was the tougher guy, or not the tougher guy, but Cheeto was the better man this night. But that doesn't mean that Rob Font, I mean, most people, you hit them 271 times, they're going to wilt to that, you know? Uh, yep. Cheeto just did a fantastic job of just not. He didn't. Um, he could have gassed out if he tried to go shot for shot with Rob Font. I think if he stood there and tried to trade with him every time Rob Font came in, um, I think he would gas out because that's a pace, man. That's a crazy pace. Uh, yeah. He landed two seventy one. Um, what did he throw? I mean, uh, let's see. He threw five hundred and sixteen strikes. That's fucking wow. crazy. So if Cheeto's in there and going toe to toe with him. Uh, like I think most people might, they're gonna gas out, and then Rob Font's just gonna carry away with it, you know. So 
it is what it is, man. Rob Font lost. He got dropped a couple times, a few times. But the fact that he didn't go out in any of those moments, and he could have taken the easy way out, man. If he got dropped by that sidekick and he went down and Cheeto jumped in and he kind of get he'd give up his back, maybe get the choke. That was I the mean, case at the end of the second round, the end of the third round. He could have yeah, very easily like, it's not ways. my night. It's yeah. not my night. You know? And and he would have been fully justified in it. I would I would have done that shit, dude. He drops me with that jumping knee. I'd be like, "Fuck, dude, just choke me out quick! Like, get me out of here." You know what I mean? So I think oh, both yeah, of their stocks sure. go up, in my opinion. No, agreed, agreed. So I'm very excited to see who Marlon Vera uh, matches up against next. Uh, Rob Font ha- has to fight back, right? He's gonna have to fight down. Uh, it's two losses now. I mean, he he fought down for this one, you know. Uh, yeah. Toasty calling out your cut. I'm I'm, I'm assuming your haircut. Um, yeah, man. Thanks. Appreciate you, Toasty. Yeah, my guy. But uh, I, I don't know if I'd call this a haircut, more like a head shave. You know what I mean? But yeah. either way, appreciate you, my guy. I think if, if I'm Rob Font, I'm taking some time, right? That was a pretty bad one. Um, he was five. He just lost to eight. Uh, maybe Rob Font versus Song Yadong. No, dude, no. Kill I would Song not take Dong. that. Fight. Song Yadong, hell no. <laughs> I would say like Pedro Munoz or Ricky Simone. If I'm Ooh, Rob Font, big, I'm taking one of those. Big fight back? You think so? I mean, he just lost to to eight. Um, yeah. The only people that's below, I mean, if he goes to nine, Song Yadong. But I mean, do they have Song Yadong and Pedro Munoz both at nine? That's interesting, huh? Yeah, Munoz is ten. But <laughs> I would I would yeah. say Pedro Munoz. That's what I would try to get if I'm if I'm Pedro wrong. Pedro Munoz 9.1, you know, so 9.1. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There we go. Uh all right. Florida Wind calling out uh Cheeto's cardio. Uh saying Cheeto's cardio was great, but also I loved how composed he was at times. Maybe he held back at times, but I feel it served a purpose. Definitely at the start of each round, he's he's yeah. weathering the storm a bit um and looking for that moment. Well that for was me holding Cheeto's holding back to the last fight. minute. Oh, I mean, he's been in there, man. Yeah, he's a dog. so he's super experienced. I mean, he also went. Did he go? He went all. He went to decision against uh, Aldo, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's experience. You and know? you remember that last round against Aldo too? Yeah. Well, because that's the thing. He always kind of starts slow, right? Yeah. Um, he's like. Uh, he's kind of like Piotr Jan, but instead, because they both have the high guard, right? Excellent defense. Uh, except, downloading, yeah, it's like Rock or Chido Vera is like Piotr Jan with kicks, Piotr Jan is like Chido Vera with punches. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, his boxing is much better than Cheeto's, but Cheeto's kicking is fucking crazy, man. His kick game is very good. The spinning heel kick, yeah. I mean, he tells you he was trying to get that, uh, trying to get a highlight reel knockout with that one a couple times, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he went to it a couple, a of, bit. couple too many times. Yeah, but dude, either yeah. way, uh, it was a good performance from Cheeto Vera. All right. Yeah, I think so. Um, but real, real quick, so yeah, so if if Rob Font's going down and fighting someone like Pedro Munoz, Ricky Simone, Toasty's calling out Sean O'Malley versus Rob Font. I don't think Sean O'Malley takes that fight. Um, who does who does Cheeto get? Because Cheeto's calling out Aldo. Aldo's calling out Aljamain. Do you hmm. give him Aldo for the rematch? If I'm if I'm Cheeto, I'm not trying to get that rematch. No, I'm not either. I'm I'm calling for like Sanhagen. Sanhagen, maybe, yeah, uh, or even Piotr Jan, dude. Why not shoot for the it, stars, dude? In my opinion, you lose a title fight as a champion or a challenger, you gotta jump back. 
You can't fight yeah. number two or three next. You have to jump back a little bit and let's move the new guys in. So if I'm Piotr Jan, or if I'm the UFC, maybe I do do Piotr Jan versus Cheeto Vera. Cheeto Vera just crapped the top five. Let's Shoot do it. for the stars, Vera. And if you don't land there, you land on the moon, my man. You know what I mean? You land on Corey Sanhagen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Anything else on that? Uh, the main event? Uh, no. Fantastic fight, though. Goddamn. Sweet. Up next, or before that, I should say, we had Andre Orlovsky versus Jake Collier. A lot of people saying this was a robbery. You think so? A lot of people are saying that. I don't think it was a robbery. Oh, a lot of people were saying that. A lot of people are saying that. I feel like that's been the case for Andre Orlovsky's last couple of fights. Where everybody's yeah, like, dude. it's a robbery. Yeah. And like each time with Andre Orlovsky's fights, the, the most recent ones, I go into the decision before they call it and I say, whoever wins, won. Like I I mean it was <laughs> yeah. it was it really close. Way. It could go yeah. either way. It's a coin flip. Mm-hmm. Um and so each time that where they call his name, I'm like, I could see it. Yeah. But I, I don't who, who think they're you, thinking it's a robbery. Who did you actually think won? Like do you I, lean dude, honestly? Way? No. Like I, I, I went had, into this one. Yeah, I kind of had Andre two and three. I did was you two and three? And yeah. I could see it. And you know what? Not, if you would have told me I had a call year, mm-hmm. two rounds to, to one, I would have been like, I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it just. In, in it my opinion, close. it was it was a clear round one for Collier. It was a clear round two, in my opinion, for Arlovsky. The third round was the toss up for me. Very close. And and Dominic Cruz was like, oh, man, pretty much sealed the deal with that takedown at the end there with like seven seconds left and like Didn't nothing do coming after it. And it's like, yeah. dude, that really doesn't matter. Like. It doesn't matter at all. So, uh, with maybe that's leading man, to everybody saying that it was a uh, maybe I don't a know. robbery. But uh, the the thing that impressed me about Orlowski, the dude's forty three years old. He's still fighting at a high level, and his chin, man, he ate well, some heavy shots. It's because he's adapted, man. He's adapted so well, and I see people say like, "How did his chin recover?" He used to just get dropped by anything. But it's not it's not like his chin recovered. It's because, dude, his striking defense has gotten so much better. The way he rolls with shots is crazy, he, I was going to say, he does roll with some shots. But there's a big left hook that he ate, too, and it was square oh, yeah, right yeah. on the, like, exactly between the cheek and the chin. And, yeah. like, it didn't phase him. It. Yeah. Didn't phase him. It, but, you know, I think he, like you said, his striking defense has gotten so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he has just so much experience and so much knowledge in the fight game. That he he has the ability to adjust, make minor adjustments in the middle of yeah. the fight, in the middle of a round. Definitely. Uh, and, you know, Collier was putting his head down and coming up with looping hooks. And mm-hmm. Sorlowski is like, okay. And he came in with short hooks, short hook combos yeah. over and, and little, over and again. A, and a little jab as he comes in. Yeah, man. But oh, here here's a solid shot that uh, Orlowski ate. Yep. Right. But dude, I, again, I, I thought he just did a fantastic job making those minor adjustments and, and he just ended up sneaking in a few uh, heavier shots, but dude, Collier yeah, so yeah. He used to be a middleweight, right? He used to be a middleweight. He was the middleweight RFA champion. They kept talking about, and it's like, all right, cool. RFA champion. Um, but yeah, he used to fight middleweight, light heavyweight, heavyweight. So dude's been in there with a wide range of opponents. Um, yeah, old man making a straight comeback in the UFC right now. Glover's a champ. Uh, Andre's on a four-fight win streak. Uh, <laughs> that makes me believe in my chances. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's but awesome. I mean, 
the, the first round, Collier did a great job of controlling him. He was landing the bigger shots. Second round, like you said, Arlovsky kind of made some adjustments. He was catching Collier coming in. I thought he was landing, landing much more. Um, Look, this is a perfect third example round, on this picture. Very close. Left yeah. looping hook, right? And Orlovsky mm-hmm. just with a shorter hook straight in, gets yeah. him right on the temple. Yeah. This, in, in my opinion, is no way a robbery. Like it's, like you said, coin flip going in, into the decision. The third round is pretty much anybody's. Um, fight stats have 32 to 32 uh, for for the third round, which is crazy. Um, I, I did notice, too, I think it was after the, either the first or the second, because the second kind of picked up a little bit. They were trading. Um, almost, both of them almost had 40 strikes in it. And at the end of the round, you could see Collier wanted to like give Arlovsky some props real quick, but Arlovsky had already turned around and I was just looking at him and like his expression and stuff. And I was like, dude, you can tell that in that moment, he's like, dude, I'm like, I'm going to war with like fucking Andre Arlovsky right now. Like what the fuck is going on? Like you could see it like in his whole demeanor, man. Like, like everything just hit him. Yeah. He's like, damn dude, I was just trading with fucking Arlovsky. You know, like, he's a legend, man. Like coming up, Collier at middleweight probably never thought that would be fucking in his future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no, one, there's no way that one day like, I'll one be day fighting, I'll be fighting Andre <laughs> when he's yeah. 43 years old. Yeah, on a three fight <laughs> you know win streak. I mean? That's so funny, man. No, but it was a yeah. fun fight. And again, this is a this is turning into classic Orlovsky. Yeah, 100. percent You know, there's another fighter we're going to talk about, in Darren Elkins, where as soon as you see that mm-hmm. name, you're, there are certain things that you expect to see. Every yeah. single time, and it mm-hmm. he never misses. And yeah. it, this is this last fight is becoming the mo for an Orlovsky fight. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean Orlovsky already a legend, already a champion, already one of the one of the I mean one of the biggest heavyweights of all time. Dude is continuing to add to his resume, and it's so impressive. The guy's career has been so historic. I mean, he was like. I mean, he was the champ back when the UFC didn't even have their branding on the gloves. You know what I mean? Yep. He's out there fighting Fedor. He's out like, and here he is in co-main events still. It's fucking crazy. Well, check this out, man. In the last seven fights, he's won six yeah. in his last seven. Uh, the person he lost to, Tom Aspinall. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, nothing crazy there. I mean, I mean, he and he's beating guys like. Like Tanner Bozer, damn, he ruined my parlay when he when he fought Tanner Bozer. <laughs> um, it was the co-main of the. Of, I had I put, I did a parlay of the entire card and I hit everything up until the co-main and it was fucking that fight and I was like Bozer's the new breed. He's gonna he's gonna take the old guard and then Arlovsky came out and did this basically. And just, yeah, I mean, be Carlos I mean, Felipe. Yeah, like yeah, Carlos Felipe. Uh, when he was all roided out. All right. I mean, dude, you look at the list, man. I mean, Ben Rothwell, Stefan Struve, Frank Mir, Travis Brown, Bigfoot Silva, Brennan Shaw. Andrew Tosi says Hall of Famer. Of course. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And in my opinion, they no should do that. It. They should have that ceremony while he's still fighting. Let him enjoy that shit. You know what I mean? Let him be a yeah. Hall of Famer in the UFC still. Roy he Nelson, walks up Ben to Rothwell. Again. With like a Hall of Fame jacket on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Verdum, dude. Verdum's one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Tim Sylvia. Vladimir Matyushenko, like, what the hell, man? Old he school. He fought the who's who, man. Yeah. He the I remember, who's who. you remember Bully Beatdown with Mayhem Miller? Of course. Of course. Dude, there was, there's an episode where it's Andre Arlovsky that the bully has to fight, and I was like, what the fuck are they doing? How did they get away with this? Like, They're going to kill this guy. Some guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> 
it's so funny, man. Gnarly, man. I feel like we mention Bully Beatdown every time we see Andre Olowski, but dude, it just never gets old. It never gets it was old, such a man. good show. Yeah, <laughs> it was such a good show. <laughs> but I remember seeing him walk out with the the fang mouth. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This guy's so cool. Yeah, just with the, with guy. the with the locks, dude. Old school yeah. hell oh, yeah, hair, dude. That. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, anything else on that fight? Uh, not really. Not a robbery. Both fought well. I thought it was a really good fight. Um, happy for Arlovsky. Maybe there's bias in it. Maybe that's why I don't think it was a robbery. Word. Word. Okay. <laughs> uh, before that, we had Brito versus Feely. Andre Touchy Feely. Rest this was peace. a quick one. This, this is, is a quick one. one. Bum me out, man. I, I love Andre Feely. Dude, I, I, uh, I'm so frustrated with this one. So frustrated yeah. about it. <laughs> it's just... Andre Feely, team alpha male guy, right? So yeah. I've been team Feely for, for a while. I mean, you're wearing a damn Uriah like like Faber shirt right now. I am right now. Uriah Faber, dude. Uh, <laughs> and I, I feel like Feely is just one of those guys that has so much potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is a loyal guy, man. That guy is going to yeah. team, be team alpha male from the time he started to the time he ends. That's just the way he is. Mm-hmm. But I, I just wonder sometimes of moving into a different camp, getting different looks, would help this guy out at all. Yeah, maybe. Um, he's always had had trouble putting together a significant run. You know, every time he looks like he's come on, like coming to his own and, and kind of like, oh man, he's hitting his flow state here and, and he looks like he's really putting it all together, then he has a setback. And it, it, that's kind of been his whole career, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they go uh, in and he looks good, man. His footwork looks great. His head movement's looking good. He's jabbing well, um, but man, man, Brito just timed that shot. Hits him with what an overhand right as he's throwing. Uh, Turns him around. I think it was a straight right because okay. uh, Feely was coming in with a left hook mm-hmm. and a, l- a little wide. A little and wide. So a little Brito little, just came uh, in with casting. a straight right, right on the chin. And yeah. as he's coming around with that left, he just kept on going with the momentum of getting punched right yeah. on, on the chin. You know. The old uh, um, Kung Lee versus Rich Franklin. Yeah, man. And it, again, as soon as I saw that, it broke my heart because I'm a, a big Feely fan. Yeah. He did a good job, almost recovered. Um, but, I mean, uh, Brito is – he's a finisher, man. I mean, yeah. we, we, you look at this versus – I mean, obviously, it's it's, it's not the same. But uh, Cheeto Vera had a couple times to really put him out and, and couldn't. But Brito, no chance. Was not letting it get out of that that exchange. I mean, yeah, nasty with the ground and pound. Toasty says uh, Uriah was the fighter who got me into watching MMA. Hey, he was one of the fighters that got me into watching MMA too. That's a, that's why I'm a big team alpha male guy. You know, I, I love big, that team. Uh, he just had a big wrestling win. Uriah oh, did Faber. he? Just a couple days ago. Yeah, in like a Legends oh, League awesome. where it's like like kind of older dudes. He's out there just Damn. fucking still still in peak physical condition, just fucking slamming dudes. <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> oh man uh but what's next for uh andre feely i don't know man this is now it's I mean, two in a row bryce mitchell he was if i, remember I mean you look at his losses retirement Dude, right yeah and before this you look at his losses bryce mitchell which who who we now know is very good sadiq mm-hmm. yusuf who's very talented michael johnson who's been in there with the best uh calvin cater yair rodriguez like the guy only loses to really good dudes. Uh, so maybe that speaks to Brito more than anything. I, I don't know what uh, 
I don't know what's next for him though, to be honest. Like you said, he he was kind of already talking about retirement. I don't know. This is this is a tough one though, man. First round knockout. You look at his other losses and their decisions, right? Um I mean, he hasn't been finished since Yair Rodriguez in 2016. So if he's already yeah. talking about retirement after decision losses, maybe a first round knockout kind of makes up his mind. I don't know. Well, I hope he keeps on fighting. Like I said, and and even though I'm a big team alpha male guy, and I love Andre Fiedler, and I love how loyal he is, wouldn't mind seeing him uh, step into another big camp uh, just to see yeah. what he does for him. You know, wouldn't hurt. What one last yeah. ditch effort? If you're really thinking about retirement, but you're also you also love fighting, just change it up a little bit and see what comes of it. Yeah. Worst thing that could happen is it doesn't work out, and hey, you're already thinking about retirement. Then then you get out of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like what Tosi's saying. Go to PFL, win a mill, come back. Because at this point, uh, that's a very good shot of winning a big chunk of change towards the end of his career. You know, he's not going to make that money in the UFC at this point. For sure, ask Anthony happen. Pettis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> how's that working out for him? Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go on to the next one here because, again, the Feely fight was pretty uh, quick. But yeah, props to how much to talk about. Props to Brito. Props to Brito. Uh, Brito's good. He is. He is, right? We had uh, Grant Dawson versus Jared Gordon uh, right before Grant, that. Grant Dawson, a Danaher guy. He is. Uh, 18-1 now. Yeah. Holy smokes. I mean, dude. 18-1. He shows some things. I mean, this is what you look for, right? You look for somebody who's um, who's able to take the shots, you know? I mean, clearly. And he took some. Dan- yeah, exactly. He took some. Um, he was very crafty in, in his escaping those big moments where, where Gordon was landing his shots. Dude, his back takes are crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. as soon as you're on the mat, he's on your back. Doesn't matter yep. how he takes you down. Doesn't matter if, if you dropped him. He's on your back. He's smothering, man. Yeah. He's smothering. Yeah. And hey, not the most exciting fighter in the world, but he gets the job done. Gets the job done. Got the finish. Got the finish. With what, man. a minute left? Yeah. And and right before the finish, was he not on his back? And then he like, swept him, took his back, and then choked him out within like 30 seconds? Like that was crazy. Yeah. It, it was good. And uh, hey, you know, Gordon, like you were saying, got some nice shots in. the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was right hook followed up by the left hook combo. Mm-hmm. Like in in close quarters, there kept on working from, but Dawson, yeah. like you said, just ate everything. Yeah, everything ate without it, a problem. Would would duck under, got the shots when he needed to. Like I mean, just did what he had to do to get a finish. I mean, very. I'm very impressed, man. This is uh, he hasn't lost since 2016. Yeah, I think he said Obama was the president right when he last lost. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> All right, man. I didn't uh, hear that. Yeah, yeah, not much to talk about. In the post-fight interview, though, he's like, yeah, man, last time I lost, Obama was the president. Classic, man. That's two terms. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is. All right. Uh, but So what's his current uh, win streak at right now, though? Uh, well, he had a draw against Rick Glenn right before this. Um, but if you discount, I mean, so the win streak's technically one. But if you disregard the draw, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine fight win streak. Pretty good. I mean, some would say that is pretty good. Some would say that's good. Uh, I, I'd like to – I mean, lightweight's so crazy. I don't know who he's going to fight next um, because, I mean, it's not like he's going to crack the top 10, you know? Um, yeah. Tapology has him at 20. 
so if you look at the topology rankings of, and this is not just UFC, this is everybody. You start going up from where he's at right now, and it's Hanato Moicano, who needs some time. Joel Alvarez, maybe you do that. That's a good fight. Um, then Bobby Green, Diego Fajeda, Drew Dober, Brad Riddell, Connor, Gamrot, Fergus. Like now we're off to the races, Kelly. kind of. Yeah. If you're, he's going to be fighting up. There's no more easy fights. Not a lightweight. Yeah. That's crazy. Well. We'll see He's ranked twentieth on Tapology, and there's only killers in front of him. That's crazy. Lightweight, I mean, stupid. He is man. one of the killers. He is one of the killers. Now he is. All right, man. Uh, before that, we had Darren Elkins versus Tristan Connolly, and so we talked about how there's certain yeah. fighters where as soon as you see this guy on the fight card, you're like, okay, uh, this is what I can expect from this fight, and always the war. <laughs> the, the damage, fight. Darren, the damage <laughs> yeah. Elkins. There's going to be damage that's dealt and received. Yeah. <laughs> another dude, alpha male guy. Another alpha male guy. And I think he said it best. So he's like, man, I, I just, when I get hit, my reaction is just to hit back, you know? So <laughs> yeah. no matter what the game plan is, because he's a fantastic wrestler. Yeah. Oh, he's you very know, good, man. And you can Darren tell right, some, right from the start of the fight. Yeah. He has some punching power. Mm -hmm. uh, people know him for his brawls. But dude's yep. a legit wrestler. Um, very good. And yeah, again, we're trying to forget play. that. But, uh, you know, you would love to see Darren Elkins go to his wrestling a lot more and just kind of stick <laughs> to a game plan. Uh, yeah. But it seems like all that goes out the window as soon as somebody tags him with something good. Yeah, and he said... And I'm thankful for like, it. Yeah, me too. This was <laughs> like, is this the type of fight that you look for going into this? And he's like, nah, man. <laughs> it's like, I go in and, you know, I hope to just, like, use my wrestling, outwork him and get the win, but... You know, I'm tough as nails. I knew he's tough as nails. So, like, it just kind of happens. So, why not? <laughs> yeah. So, why not? You know what I mean? But, uh, and yeah, props man. to Connolly, uh, man. It's it's tough to get through an Elkins fight. Dude, and with Elkins. So, he's so, so dynamic with the way that he approaches the takedown. He did this thing that was beautiful, right? So, yeah, he comes in. He faints up top. Then mm -hmm. goes down for an ankle pick. And as soon as he touches yeah. his ankle... He comes back up and hits him with a two-hit combo and then goes mm -hmm. down for the, the double. Yeah, and, then, and, and I'm like, like, oh, I'm my God. I'm getting hit. I'm getting taken out. Like, if you're yeah, Connolly, dude. you're like, pick one. Yeah. Pick one. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the double leg was so easy for him to execute because mm -hmm. Connolly was like, well, I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. And, yeah. again, I when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, oh, Elkins. Like, you you could be moving up in the rankings, my friend, if, if we just stuck to that. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy is, like, looking back on this fight, the things that stand out is is like the striking. Like they went they went to war, right? They went toe to toe. Both of them covered in blood by the end of this fight. It's basically every Elkins fight. But then you see, like, all right, first round, almost four minutes of top control for Elkins. Second round, two minutes of top control. Third round, two minutes of top control. So he's like mixing in this dominant grappling. But then as soon as it's up to the feet, it's a fucking Wars. dog fight. <laughs> like it's crazy, man. Like War Elkins. Normally man. you see like a fight where it's like, okay, he had he had four minutes of top control, two, and then two. And you're like, all right, cool. Like they probably mix it up a little bit. He took him down, he controlled him on top. And then you watch it and you're like, oh no, this is a fucking war, also. <laughs> like, how yeah. do you have both? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so uh, a couple other things that stood out to me in this fight. One, Elkins cardio. It's just nuts. Oh, yeah. He's nonstop. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about Fonts cardio, uh yeah. we mentioned cardio a couple other times, dude, but Elkins is second to none, man. He's just pedal to the metal the entire Non -stop. time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Connolly, excellent with his elbows outside the break. Ooh, from the yeah, every time. Yeah. And and you would hear Castillo, <laughs> watch the elbows, watch the elbows. And <laughs> Connolly tracks him with the elbow on the way out. We were like, well, okay, well, never mind. Yeah. Um, and then this is the other one where I was saying um, Herzog. Mm-hmm. So you have Elkins that has the single leg on oh, Connolly dude. up against the cage. Beautiful. And Connolly uses the cage to stand up. And Herzog goes, wait, 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 stops the yeah. fight. Says, you grab the cage, get back in that position. Elkins, you had a single leg, get back in the single leg. All right, yeah. go. And I was like, dude, that is yeah. money. It's classic. That is I mean, money, man. That's what you want, dude. Like, because the foul has already happened. You know, the foul has already happened. And they never take a point away. They just give the warning. It's like in baseball, right? They just they just crack down on like uh, sticky substances for pitchers, right? Because it, it was like a pretty big issue. Um, so now pitchers go out and they get checked, right? Uh, but before, like, so like a reliever would come in out of the bullpen. He pitches his inning, and then as he's walking to the dugout, the umpire goes over, checks his hands, checks like all this stuff, trying to look for like pine tar or some shit like that, right? But it's like. You can't do that after the inning's already over because what are you going to do? Reset the inning if the, if you find something? He's like, already, he's already struck got out the side. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> come on. You, you have to so do it funny. before. And that's the same thing with this, man. Like, you can't punish him after – if you're not going to take a point away, you can't punish him after he got out of the takedown. You know, you no, know, you're right back in there, dude. Reset. Um, I mean, it, it, perfect. Every, every, every fight, Herzog's the best. Yeah, he's becoming the gold standard really quickly. And by the way, shout out to H.O.B. Comer, uh, who just oh, joined yeah. us right now as well. Uh, <laughs> that's our guy right there. Yeah, looking Kevin's good, boys. Kevin's in the house. In the house. <laughs> Another beautiful Sunday in the MMA Church. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Elkins, classic Elkins fight. Uh, Connolly, beautiful elbows. Herzog, Dude. gold standard fight. How about also, last thing I want to touch on is Elkins in the third round when he had his back and he tries to get the choke in and he's squeezing right. Nasty squeeze. Uh, didn't have it fully in, but the squeeze was so bad that by the time he was done squeezing, Connolly had now leaked a ton of blood out of his face. <laughs> it was like covered with blood, which he was not covered with when the choke started. How crazy is it that even without the actual rear naked choke, his squeeze is so strong. Arm too, at first. Yeah, just one arm. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it was so strong that it's squeezing blood out of his face. That's it's crazy, insane, man. man. That dude Damage. must have a crazy grip, grip strength. That's damage, dude. Received damage. From I would the like damage, it, exactly. I would like him to kind of fill out that chest piece, you know, and like maybe put some. I love Andre Feely, you know, because Andre Feely's tatted up now. Well, it's like when you see just the damage, you know, it looks like someone could have done that with like a sharpie, you know. Yeah, it's just kind of there. But if you fill it up with some stuff around it, now all of a sudden it's one cohesive piece. I mean, that's a perfect, Rich, a perfect picture, Rich. Rich is back, you know. <laughs> yeah, he must have There's, not been playing on the switch right now when he heard us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put the switch I mean, down for a second. If he if he filled in the chest around the damage, much better tattoo. I mean, he, it looks like he started with the dragon right there by his left yeah. shoulder. I don't think that was there in the past. So now maybe the, the we have another thing coming in out of the right shoulder, you know, and it kind of work your way around. Fill it in. Yeah, be much I, better. Maybe, hopefully, we get it. to talk to the damage one day, so we can talk about his tattoo and see what we can come up with. Yeah, exactly. One day, one day. <laughs> <It's gonna be laughs> <Wait. cold. laughs> The view of the tattoo is how ugly it is. I mean, I it, mean it, that is maybe. part of it, man. There so he gets this nice, nice tattoo, and then going forward, just like, shouldn't have done that. 
Yeah, she just she just kept it the way it was. She just kept it blank with with just <laughs> so funny, man. What a classic. All right, and I believe this is where we start uh, skipping some fights just for the sake of time, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah. we'll go uh, Alexander right, Romanov versus Chase. Chase, don't cut me, Sherman. Yeah, or cut me. I'll just be back <laughs> two weeks later after I'm cut. Guys, been He's cut like, three times now. It's that bad relationship with that girlfriend that you had going on for way too long. You know, and you're just like, oh, okay, I guess I'll take you back. Like, yeah, I know what I'm gonna get with you, and then you get back together, and you're like, well, yeah, I remember why we split up. Yeah, exactly. And that's but Chase also Sherman for the UFC. Man, Chase Sherman, we saw him live against Rashad Coulter, and it was fucking crazy. What a wild fight that was. Um, it so was. I still pull. I think because of that, I still pull for him like every time. Um, not in this one because Romanov is fucking sick, and not just that, but dude, Romanov at the weigh-ins, dude, he looks like a completely different guy. The guy has been. I mean, he got in shape. Sixteen he looks and significantly 0. different. Romanov's an absolute monster. So because of this, props to Sherman because you know there's a lot oh, yeah. of people that they hit up. And then well, they're like, who wait, who do you want me to fight on short notice? Romanoff? No, nah, I'm good, dude. Yeah. And and not just that, you know how many they, they contacted because before Sherman took this fight, literally one week before he took the fight, he was cut. Yep. So they literally went down the entire list and were like, Well, let's uh hit up Sherman. We I know we just cut him. Like, but- <laughs> John Shelby, lose my number, bro, if you want me to fight Romanoff. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. And and props <laughs> to Sherman. Sherman. Props to Sherman, he takes this fight that nobody else wants to take. Um, he said that he got a significant bump in his pay by taking this fight. He got, he got a, I think a four fight deal, uh, by taking this fight, a significant bump in pay and the new Sam Alvey. Yeah. And the UFC guaranteed, you know, the UFC, you got to trust the UFC when they guarantee something. Uh, oh, of course. they said that, uh, the outcome of this fight will not matter whatsoever, uh, going forward. <laughs> All right. So we'll see. Because we'll the outcome see. of this fight was pretty much everything that everybody we'll talk, expected it to be. We'll talk uh, after the outcome of the second fight on that four-fight deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But you, Romanov's an absolute monster. Once I mean, he, just he grabs a hold around. of you. I mean, look, look at this. Up. This is the first shot there. And, you know, after this, Dominic Cruz is like, that's why as soon as he grabs you, you got to be fighting the hands. By the way, Dominic Cruz, fantastic job last night again. Anybody that's listened to us for a while knows I'm the biggest – Dom Cruz hater. I mean, look, dude, I'm wearing my Uriah Faber shirt. I'm Team yeah. Alpha Male guy, you know. So obviously, look at this, dude. Obviously, I hate <laughs> Dom Cruz, uh, but dude, he he's been doing a fantastic job on the broadcast the last few times he's been there. I thought he was good up until the main event, um, but he actually gave when Elkins was fighting, he gave Team Alpha Male props. He was like, you know, he's Team Alpha Male guy, so he's gonna do this really, really well. And like, they're they're experts at this. And I was like, what? Well, he's grown what up. Is this? Like <laughs> he's growing up, man. Have signed. <laughs> I mean, him, man. Yeah, good for him. I, I thought that was pretty big of him. But uh, so, uh, but the the shot after this, Rich, is one where when this happened, I'm like, is he alive? Yeah. Oh, right God, on the dude. side of his head, right on his neck. You know that kinked the neck real bad. I mean, look <laughs> at that. Uh, a thing yeah, of nasty. beauty for uh, Romanov, not for Sherman. Yeah. Um, but this is one of those record scratching moments, right? Where yep. you're like, hey, you might be wondering how I got here. And, yeah. and and then it goes into the type of movies I like, well, where it starts at the end and then it works yeah. like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the old Romero special. The, yeah, uh, absolutely. I, and, and after this, I mean, he just controlled him, hopped over to side control, got the arm lock. I mean, he just looked, what is it, Americana did he get? Yeah, Americana. Yeah, Americana. Um, 
And you can see Sherman, Sherman taps, and he's just like, God damn it. You can see it in his face. It's the same face. I that think I sent make. you a picture. Yeah. Just like, because <laughs> you know, you're, you're fighting, right? You're taking this fight. You're like, all right, this guy's a monster, but I got the upper hand because I know exactly what he's going to go out there and try to do. So I can fucking figure out how I'm going to counter that. I know exactly what he's going to do. And then he goes out there and does it. It's the same thing as like Dan Hooker versus Islam Akhachev, where it's like, all right, he's going to come out. He's going to try to take me down. He's going to pass. He's going to try to like, and then he does. And you're like, God damn it. I knew everything he was going to do, and he still did it. It's the most frustrating thing in the world. Um, For sure, And man. it happened to Chase Sherman. I mean, uh, who was it? Tyson, right, that said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face? Yeah. And, you know, it's with Romanov. Everybody has a plan until you get slammed on your neck. Yeah. And <laughs> what do you do from there, man? <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, but uh, Maybe Romanov. it can be a good thing, though. You know? Maybe. Rose Thug Rose just said last week that uh, – when Andrade slammed her and knocked her out, it fixed a, a lingering neck issue that she had for like a year no or so. Oh shit, really? <laughs> That's what she said. Who knows? <laughs> Chiropractors all over the world right now are going to listen to this and be like, hey, is this something new? Like, and just, should we try this? <laughs> there's going to be videos of chiropractors just fucking slamming people. Slamming people? I mean, there kind of already is. Chiropractors are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> True story. All right, man. Uh, anything else on this fight? No, I mean, what else can you say? It was a textbook Romanov performance. I'd like to see him. Uh, he was supposed to fight Bozer, right? Was that the yeah. original matchup? Uh, yeah, get him up there. I mean, the guy's clearly elite. It's time. It's yeah. time. All at right. a certain point, shout out Christopher. At a certain point, this is what he says. At a certain point, you, it's the UFC's job to start protecting the roster from guys. You can't have someone like Romanov continually fighting people outside of the top 10 or like at the fringe at the end of the top 10. Because at that point, you're literally putting people in danger that shouldn't be fighting him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's the, it's the UFC's job. You got to protect Exhibit your roster a. at a certain point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Something could have gone really wrong here. Yeah. Um, all right. Before that, we had Francisco Figueiredo versus Daniel Da Silva. Dude, this is another one where both guys' stock goes up, in my opinion, significantly. Hey, Da Silva, Daniel a little da Silva too relaxed, is. You think? A little too relaxed, a little too careless, um, and you can see that. That's I think part of why what what gives him success on the feet uh, mm-hmm. is is that that confidence and that carelessness. He's just like bit. loose and is willing to yeah. try different things. Okay, I mean, he th- he goes out there and throws a what a sidekick to the throat, lands it cleanly, and it's just like yeah. oh my god! Uh, and- <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> like, I'd yeah, be you're so done. <laughs> just like really, look, the look at that shit. <laughs> I mean, you're like, you're not even in the moment yet. You know, you're like just starting. You're like, all right, cool. Adrenaline's picking up. I'm, I'm feeling this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you're fucking kicked to the throat. Kicked to the throat. Um, but I mean, they end up on the ground, and you can see that carelessness on the ground. That carelessness in the striking can get you into the flow state, but on the ground, it's, it's, it could be very dangerous. And you could tell when he, uh, that transition where Figueredo gets on a leg. Uh, you can see De Silva almost has like a disdainful look on his face as he's turning over. He's like, "Oh, this isn't gonna land." Hits him in the, punches him in the butt one time, and then it's like, "Oh no, this is bad!" And immediately taps. Like, yeah. you can tell though in the transition, he was a little kind of like, "I'm not in danger here. I'm cool. I'm just chilling." And then all of a sudden, Figueroa's on the leg. I mean, nasty, nasty. Back to back weeks now with leg locks. Yeah, like this. It, it, and that's what I was about to say. Back to back weeks with interesting transitions instead of leg lock. Dude, I I don't know if this is just something that like I'm behind the curve on. Because it's, it was a very similar transition that he, he got it. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm not a fucking jujitsu expert, but like, I mean, dude, smooth. It didn't look like an accident. No, you know I mean? no, no, no. 
And uh, <laughs> the Silva just kind of like when he stood up, he was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he got me. Yeah. Well, and, what and are you, cool, you going to do? Figueredo kind of goes immediately, gets up, and then just goes right back and checks. He didn't say, like, thanks for the fight, all this shit. He, like, checked to make sure his leg was good. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool, man. Yeah. Good day, though. It was a cool like fight. Guy. All right, man. Not much to talk cool about. There. But... Not much to talk about. <laughs> But before that, but we I am excited to see both of their next fights. You Should know, be. oh, it's always exciting to see them fight. I mean, both guys, like I said, stock goes up in my opinion. He just got caught. Does Gabe Green's stock go up after he fought Johan Lainessy? Lainess? Lainess? <laughs> Johan. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> we'll go with Johan. We just, we just call him Johan. Uh, I think so a little <laughs> bit. This was a fun fight, man. Um, and this is Johan. I mean, this was his, I think, his UFC debut, right? He's coming off the contender series. I believe so, dude. And uh, the thing that they kept on talking about was that uh, that heavy right shot, right? Uh, I mean, and like, they kept dude. talking about it for a reason. And he clocked Green. <laughs> the second round. When times. he dropped him face first in the second round, I was like, it's over. Like, this is it. And then Gabe Green just tough as nails, dude, gets through it. it but he seemed to recover quickly too, man. And I, I always yeah. trip out on that because there's certain fighters where mm-hmm. they get that flash knockout. And see, we, yeah. we call it a flash knockout, but really, dude, it's a knockout. Like, your lights go out for a He's second. Out. And your body's just like, reset real quick. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Dude, and for me, that was uber impressive, man. Yeah, same. I mean, I mean, he, he gets dropped like that, and then the next round gets to finish himself, right? Like, that's – was it the next round? Was it the third round? It yeah, it was the third round, round, right? round. Yeah. Oh, no, second round. I mean, no, same second round. round. He gets dropped yeah. and then with a minute left finishes him. But you could tell the difference in their styles, right? Johan's trying to land speed. that big right hand. He's just trying to land that big right hand. And he will. I mean, there was one point in the first round where he literally just sprinted at him and landed it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like you could tell Gabe Green was like, what are you doing? And then got hit, you know? Uh and then uh, like it's just not something you do, you know. Uh but then the difference was Gabe Green, he's landing vicious combos and johan's kind of covering up but he's ripping to the body he's mixing it up he's kind of swarming him with shots and eventually those flash knockdowns are cool and stuff but if they're not calling it and they get up the difference is gabe green made him kind of wilt to that combo and that pressure um Mm -hmm. where eventually he just kind of crumbled underneath it you know um because he would just shell up and he just get battered and eventually he he sits down it's like oh no this is probably it because at that point you're giving in you get flash yeah. knockdown. That's not a choice. You didn't give it. And and I don't and I'm not saying Johan like chose to lose this fight, but yeah. it's different than, than getting your lights put out. If it's too much, it's too much. And, and you crumble under it under it. And there's nothing bad about that. It's just it's different to be able to do that to somebody versus knock somebody down with one shot. It's different. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Anything else? I think we have one That's more fight it. to cover. Yeah, Nathan one of my Levy. favorite fights of the night, too. Natan Levy versus Mike Breeden. This is a fucking war, dude. This is it crazy. It was a war. It was insane. Uh, dude, Breeden's body shots? Oh, oh my God. God. Dude, there was a point where, for the rest of the fight, Levy was, like, curled the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, is he just in pain constantly right now? Is his like body just seized third, up? Almost the entire third round. Levy has yeah. this really long torso. Mm-hmm. Like, really long torso, right? Yeah. And so there's just so much surface area. For <laughs> go to town on man yeah and you know you, you could see that he was hurt breeden saw he was hurt so just yeah. so much work to the body and at one point when breeden takes levy down 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, instead of headhunting, he's yeah giving his shots right yeah. on the ribs. Yeah. And I was like, damn, man, Breeden is doing work right now. Dude's a dog. And the first two rounds, he was getting clipped, too. Like, he would walk him up against the fence, and he'd kind of and, – and, man, Levy's defense, at least on the head, is his, his uh, body shots were there the whole time. But um, And that's a good adjustment by Breeden because he was swinging wild at the head, and Levy's just ducking, rolling, shelling up, and then he'd land that right, left. That left hook was just fucking clipping him over and over, and then he'd circle out, and it was like, ooh, you can't just keep eating that all fight. And then he did. And we were like, damn, Breeden's tough as <laughs> and nails. <then> he did. <laughs> yeah. But then that, that third round, Levy was like, you could tell he was significantly gassed. All the shots of the body, they're adding up. And, and Breeden's just walking him down, hitting him to the body. But it seemed like Breeden kind of punched himself out going to the body yeah. so much in the third round. Tables that eventually, turned with like one minute left in the third. Yeah. What a cool fight, man. All of a sudden, Levy's landing again. And man, fantastic fight. This was fight of the night up until it wasn't, you know. this, But this was like the fight to beat for a while on the, on the card, in my opinion. For sure. For sure. Okay, man. Uh, I think that was it for the entire card. That That's all we're going to cover? That's all we're going to cover. We're already at an hour. Yeah. Moment of silence. Oh, man. There's some big ones in this one. Uh, Antonina Shevchenko versus Courtney Casey. Uh, Would have been fun. Um, I love watching Antonina Shevchenko fight. And sometimes I really like uh, watching Courtney Casey fight. Sometimes. Um <laughs> When we saw her live in Texas, same fight, or same card as the Chase Sherman fight, it was very good. When we, I think we both looked at each other and were like, "Who is this? She looks yep. very good." Uh, and there's, there's some stumbles there. Uh, Jessica Penne was supposed to fight Luana Pinheiro. Um, would have been interesting. Cowboy Cerrone versus Joe Lozon would have been fun. Just two old dogs getting after it. Yep. Uh, but that the, was I think got, though. Yeah, I think that's next weekend now, I believe. Um, but the big one for me. Uh, was Carlos Candelario versus Tatsuro Taira. Taira. That fight was supposed to open the card. I've been telling everybody, Tatsuro, Tatsuro, the guy's 10-0. He's smooth as fuck. Watch his fights on YouTube. The UFC signs their first Japanese prospect in like 10 years. And like an hour before it's supposed to start, they have to reschedule it. At least it got rescheduled, but... Um, oh, what? Candelario... was it that soon? Or like that Dude, close it was like, to... It was like a couple hours before the fight. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and Candelario, I think he's sick. They said, it's saying that it was an illness. I don't know what, what happened. I don't think they went too much into it, but it got rescheduled, thank God. But I kind of feel for Tatsudo because, like, the dude's Japanese. He's in Japan. He flew out for this. <laughs> and, like, what, does he hang out here? Does he fly back to Japan and then fly back? Like, that kind of yeah, sucks. Yeah, just chill here. Why not, you know? Yeah, true. Especially but, just moving it over, like, a week or two weeks. I don't know when they're going to fight again, but. I, I think it's going to be... On the 14th is what they moved it to. Uh, when did they move it? Let's see. They moved it to the 14th. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so dude, I'm telling you. A couple weeks. I'm telling you, it's, this guy is going to be, he's going to have a lot of success. Very fun to watch. Nice. Nice. Uh, how about uh, performance bonuses? Yeah. Performance bonuses we got. Let's see. Just two. And I kind of disagree with it. Um, Brito versus Figueredo. Figueredo got a performance of the night bonus. And Cheeto Vera versus Rob Font got fight of the night. But because Rob Font missed weight, Cheeto Vera gets – he doubles up on it. And I just don't see like 
like Brito probably should have got a performance bonus. Big yeah. right hand. Like why why do just two when there's this there was a few fights that you could have given bonuses to. I mean, I mean we just talked about the is. Levy fight, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I mean that was a fantastic fight. Uh yeah, I think th- that one in the Brito fight, they should have got something. But all right. All right. Well, uh next week we have uh is it UFC two seventy four already next week? Yes. Oliveira versus Gaethje. Doug Rose versus Man. Carlo, the rematch. Chandler versus Ferguson. Shogun. Hey, so depending on how f- this fight goes, Chandler versus Ferguson might be the end of Ferguson, huh? Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, depending on how it goes. Yeah, but we have uh, Alvin St. Pru, uh, Shogun. Hold up the Shogun glove, dude. There it is. Let's uh, go. Cerrone versus uh, Joe Lozon. Again, that fight was moved over, and there's a yep. lot, a lot of very fun fights over here. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a good card, man. We got Brandon Royval versus Matt Schnell. Fantastic. We got RoboCop versus. Uh... Oh no, it's not RoboCop. It's uh, who they have. Uh, oh, Delima Rogerio Delima versus Blago uh, Ivanov. Very good. Danny Roberts versus Francisco Trinaldo. Trinaldo's still doing it. Like Lupita Godinez, like he's like sixty-five, dude, in this picture. I mean, he is sixty-five. How old is he actually? He's like forty-something, like right? Dude, Andre Fialo, forty-three, man. Trinaldo's forty-three now. But yeah, yeah Fialo's fighting. Andre Lasky. Yeah, true. Those forty-three. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited it. for that Andre Fialo fight. That's gonna be fantastic, man. It's a good card, man. Yeah, Very it's a good card. card all the way across. All right, man. Do we have anything else to cover? Is that it? Uh, I think that's kind of it. Almost exactly an hour. Again, it's very nice to have Richie Casual back. Uh, again, probably playing Smash Bros. in the background while we're talking fights, but holding it down. Uh, if anybody uh, is joining us for the first time, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell on YouTube, uh, or follow us through Spotify, Breaker, Pop, uh, what is it, Podcast? Radio Public, Google Podcasts, yeah. Anchor. Everywhere. Uh, dude, everywhere. Just, just find us. Yeah, we're HB at 350. Says, uh, says boxing. Yeah, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it last night. I heard it was good, though. Did you watch it? I hope you did. HLB no, Comer did hit us up. No, I didn't. You didn't? I didn't. Yeah, I, no, I dude, didn't Again, it. I got home super late. So all I, oh, all I did yeah. was just go through and rewatch the uh, the fights, the UFC mm-hmm. fights. HLB Comer, though, hit me up on Instagram, dude. Let me know about those fights. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. All right, yeah, man. I mean, that's it. Yeah, we're trying to get to 400 subscribers. We're at 357. Social media? We're everywhere. Yeah, we're at Story of the Fight everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Just look for us. At Story of the Fight. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. <laughs> everywhere you can think of. We're, we're there. All right, everybody. Except thanks for, for joining us. Stuff. <laughs> for another week of Story of the Fight. Have a yeah. great week, everybody. Rich playing games again in the background.